When you're out walking, it is important to stay hydrated, and it's important to have water that is healthy that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my AquaTrue water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com. Enter the code WALKING when you check out. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Life is busy. And sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at FactorMeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini, and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code WALKING50 at factormeals.com slash WALKING50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Keeping that fitness promise we made to ourselves is hard. In other words, right now, you're doing a hard thing. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to keep that fitness promise. Hi, I'm Dave. I've been walking for fitness since 2013. I've averaged 21,000 steps. I'm walking right now, and I'd love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. Beautiful, beautiful morning in South Carolina. And again, if this is one of the first times you've listened to this podcast, uh, I record it during the first 10 minutes of my early morning walk, which happens before sunrise, although I can see early daylight, I guess a pre-sunrise, off to the east. Uh, The temperature is comfortable. The wind at the moment is non-existent, and there is zero threat of rain, clear skies. Just a beautiful, beautiful day. Hope it's nice where you are as well. One of the great things about walking for fitness is that it actually gives us the opportunity to create memories, fun memories, memories that 
can last a lifetime. And I don't know that that can happen with other forms of exercise. Certainly, if you cycle for exercise, you've got that opportunity. Running, uh, similar opportunities. I don't know if you go to the gym for your regular exercise that you're going to be creating too many uh, lifelong memories, but I guess I guess it's possible. So I want to share with you my five most memorable walks. Actually, it's it's six because there's a tie for number one. Do that in just a moment. This episode is sponsored by the StepFit Plan. I want you to love walking to create a fitness journey that really lasts for the rest of your life. The key the key to that happening is what you're doing right now if you're just getting started. And that is first establishing a fitness habit. Now I know sometimes that word habit has a negative connotation like uh, bad habits. So maybe if you prefer a fitness routine, something that you're doing on a consistent regular basis that begins to build momentum and then lead to fitness transformation. The StepFit plan will help you get started in a way that is sustainable. It's effective, it's free, and it's yours. Go to walkingisfitness.com, the resource page. There's also a link in the show notes for today's episode. All right, five most memorable walks, actually six, because there's a two-way tie for number one. Number five uh, was a walk I took in New York City in Manhattan. I've been to Manhattan a bunch of times. Uh, love walking in New York. And this particular time, I was there on business, staying at a hotel not too far from the Empire State Building. My first afternoon there, actually had I got there early, so I had a little bit of free time, a couple hours and wanted to go down to ground zero. Typically, I would have taken the subway. But this time, I decided to walk. And so that's what I did. Walked from midtown Manhattan all the way down to ground zero. Saw parts of Manhattan I'd never seen before because usually I was traveling underneath in the subway. And that was memorable. Really, what really made it super memorable and fun was that I was stopped not once, but three times by people asking me for directions. I clearly looked like I belonged there, (laughs) which is not easy in Manhattan. And better yet, I was able to give them directions. And that just made it a super fun, memorable walk in one of my favorite cities. Number four was a walk I took in Venice, Italy. Now, I just talked about this one not too long ago, so I won't go into all the details, but was there with a group on a tour, and I was leaving early. Uh, The day that I left, the morning I left, the group was actually going to be touring Venice, Italy. And I didn't want to get that far and miss Venice, so the night before I left, I went on to the island, went on to Venice by myself with some instructions from our tour guide. The most explicit instructions were make sure you're back to the light rail station before 10 o'clock, before the last train leaves, because our hotel was about 30 minutes away. Uh, We were not staying in Venice. We were staying outside of Venice. So I had two hours in Venice by myself, and my goal was to get from 
the train station on one side of the island to St. Mark's on the other. And it was an adventure. It was wild. I got lost a couple of times. <laughs> but Venice was beautiful. And that was clearly a memorable, memorable walk. Number three happened in another one of my favorite cities in Washington, D.C. And this was years ago. And I've lived in Maryland up until the last year and a half. Lived in Maryland my entire life. Lived very close to D.C., went to D.C. quite a bit. But one thing I had never seen were the cherry blossoms. And they are in full bloom around the tidal basin for about a week every year. They're beautiful. It's a huge tourist attraction, and I'd never seen them. Partly because flowers on trees aren't the most interesting thing to me. The other part probably because I knew it would be so crowded that I just didn't want to fight the crowds. But this one particular year, uh, Sunday morning, I knew that the cherry blossoms were, this was in March, were in full bloom. And I thought, I just need to go see them. So I asked others in my family, if anybody wants to go with me, and only my youngest daughter, Emma, said she would. So we drove to D.C. It was early in the morning. Drove to D.C. And I didn't want to mess with the crowds and try to find parking near the Tidal Basin, which is the Jefferson Memorial, where the Jefferson Memorial is. So instead, we parked a couple miles away, uh, about five blocks north of the White House. And from there, it was just a straight two-mile walk down to the Jefferson Memorial to see the cherry blossoms. And we were having a great time. And we, as we were approaching the White House and Pennsylvania Avenue, I noticed a crowd, which was, was a curiosity. And as we got closer, I started, and I saw that it was blocked off. Pennsylvania Avenue was blocked off by the security people, the Secret Service, which got me wondering, huh. And we got there just in time to see the president and his family walking from the White House grounds across Pennsylvania Avenue uh, to Lafayette Square and then on to the church. And this was President Obama and his family. <laughs> it was like, so my daughter got to see the president. And I mean, how often, how often can you say, yeah, I was out for a walk and, and randomly saw the president of the United States? Uh, not often, at least for me. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous sunrise. Sorry, distracted. Hope you're enjoying some beauty where you are. So we went to see the, uh, the cherry blossoms and, and you know, they, they were pretty. Walked around the tidal basin, took some pictures in the Jefferson Memorial. And then we walked back to the car, two miles back to the car. By the way, this is one of the uh, upsides of loving walking is that I'm not afraid to, to park far away from something, which can save a lot of money in parking fees. Anyhow, so Emma and I were walking back to the car. We're approaching the White House and Pennsylvania Avenue. And once again, we notice you know, the security people have the, the road blocked, which I was thinking is probably, they probably just kept it blocked while the president was at church. 
And <laughs> sure enough, just as we approach Pennsylvania Avenue, there's the president and his family walking back across the street <laughs> towards the White House. So very memorable walk. That's number three. Number two, memorable for something completely different. At the neighborhood, we, my wife Ava and I, walking in the neighborhood across the street from our house. We would walk over there often, loved walking there. Uh, but this particular walk, we were, we were waiting, waiting for a phone call. And we didn't want to just be sitting in the house. So we went for a walk and maybe about 15 minutes into the walk, uh, her phone rang and it was the doctor confirming what we had suspected, but still when you hear someone say the word cancer and your name is in the same sentence, uh, it's pretty sobering. And the doctor was calling to confirm that David did have breast cancer and we had expected that. Uh, we were prepared, already had a plan in place, who we were going to let know, uh, who Ava was going to, her next step was to see a breast surgeon. And we had two or three lined up that we were going to go talk with. Uh, but that, of course, was a walk that I'll never forget. And even adding to the mood, it was, it was in mid-September. 2018. It was kind of a gray, misty afternoon. So, I mean, it's just very memorable. All right, number one, two-way tie, two-way tie. Uh, the most recent happened with my daughter, Emma, and this was last fall. And this was a walk from an old mansion in Frederick uh, from the back door of that mansion about a hundred yards down into a field and there was a big tree in the middle of the field and there were over a hundred people sitting in chairs in front of that tree and waiting for Emma it was a young man named Noah who was to become her husband. And how do you top that? <laughs> you don't, but you can tie it because seven years earlier, I had a very similar walk with Emma's older sister, Grace. It was a shorter walk. It was actually inside a winery, which is where they got married from one end to the other. And waiting for my daughter, Grace, was her soon-to-be husband, Brandon. And those were Obviously, very, very special walks. All right, our time is up. I am going to keep walking, and I hope you will too. And I really appreciate that you're listening. It means a lot. And I hope that we can do this again tomorrow. Another walk together. Have a great day.